Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it I'm not really in the mood Well, come on and bleed and stall it Yeah, house hatcher I'm not a house hatcher We'll stall it for the crack We're gonna How are you doing? Welcome to episode 133. 133. Yes, a very welcome to the podcast as always. Come on in, take your shoes off and... Uh, um, Don't put them back on. I smell of them. Jeez, actually, I changed my mind. Just do you have slippers with you. I take your socks off as well. That fuck, Just wash yourself. Get in the bat. You smelly bastard. You get in the fucking bat. Scrub uh-huh. yourself now before you come into this gaff. Before you stall it in here. To this fucking podcast. Relax, relax, will you? You're roaring at them. Do you feel like if you wear black socks that your feet smell more? Um, I'm not sure because I don't wear white socks. Ever. Really? Ever. Always black socks. I only wear white socks. If I was wearing white runners with shorts, I'd wear white socks. White socks but, yeah. but as Joe wears white socks just as a day-to-day staple. I think it's weird to wear black socks. Yeah, I genuinely think it's weird to wear black socks. No, I don't think so. I feel like you'd only you should only wear black socks with a suit, and then when you see people wearing the sport, the cottony black socks, the big cotton black, I feel like oh, them big what? fucking like the big umbro black socks, them big blankets, yeah, on your feet. <laughs> blankets, yeah, <laughs> horrible. I don't know, and they snuggy like a big snuggy, <laughs> big snood <laughs> on your foot. <laughs> I think it makes you sweat more and I think holds the moisture more and I just think it's I don't know what it is I think I like black in general black clothes black yeah. watches black everything dark like like yeah, it's like I want to be hidden yeah. I want to hide myself from society I like black man yeah, yeah Marlon Manson fucking took his ribs out man so he gave himself a a, 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 a yo was that true did Marlon oh. Manson take oh, his that ribs was a myth. out so that was a myth that was one of them Back in the day. Was it? That and that he was actually uh, the friend from the Wonder Years. That was the other Marilyn Manson myth, wasn't it? Don't know that one. I don't know that one, yeah. That Marilyn Manson, the best friend in the Wonder Years, grew up to be Marilyn Manson. I don't even know what the Wonder Years is. There were the women in it. TV show? Yeah. From the 80s, yeah. Uh On Comedy Central, do like reruns of that or something. I don't know. I definitely know what it is, though. Yeah. I was thinking of that, The Golden Girls, is it? The Golden Girls. That's with the L ones in it. Yeah. You'd like that. Oh yeah. You like a bit of L ones? Yeah. Yeah. L ones acting, yeah, it's good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Were we going on with the show? I thought we were on with the show. Are we? This is the show. I just imagine this is where the music goes. Come here to me now, lads. Oh. Over the Christmas and New Year period, the emails built up in the inbox, right? And they're not all questions, there are a few just... Uh, Insults. Ah, look, there's a few we need to get through here. One in particular just has come in there from Grania, and it's actually the same question we got from Alan last week. Joe, were you ever on first dates? <laughs> um, briefly, briefly made an appearance last week on first dates, Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you doing? <laughs> Eating. I was having a fucking affair, an affair. I never thought he'd bleed and show me. He says, I'll bring you to the lovely restaurant. My wife will never find out. <laughs> Load of cameras when he got there. And then she gets loads of bleeding photographs saying, was your husband on four stays home? I'm only saying this to you because I love you. Moira, they were all saying, and I think he's having an affair. And she was like, that's me. That's me. Imagine Moira talking like that. <laughs> that's me. That's Amy. That's me. I was on first dates Ireland. Yeah. 
was on it last week. You but got yourself in enough trouble last week. <laughs> yeah, I need to take it easy. Slagging her on all. I need to take it easy on Maura. I brought her to Four States on because I knew the producer on the set and we both like it. And do you know what? We thought we'd just be in the background, but then Matteo came over to us and started chatting to us. Like, you know, I saying, oh, I love your stuff, Darren Cotton. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Did you say oh, you told like that? us that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, nice one, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice one, nice one. That's not me, though. That's oh, nice. and That's he was not saying, not he was going, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he, I was sitting there for the whole fourth car and then like, he was standing there. He didn't come over. Like, obviously, somebody said into his ear, he said, "That's you know, he makes stuff online. It's Here's one of his videos and probably showed him your video and then he came over to me he's like oh I love your stuff man I love your stuff and then he was like Sue that one's so funny man I show my friends that all the time Sue and I'm like yeah 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 but that's that's not me man I'm Chadwick's yeah. Chadwick <laughs> God yeah oh yeah. You, do you know what you could say Tools Tool. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage <laughs> Uh, that's another thing like a girl stopped me outside the north side shopping centre yesterday and she just all she said to me was like Granbury <laughs> <laughs> like the way you'd say Cadbury but like you know, obviously I do the come fly with me for Granby's Granbury did he yeah Granbury you did the Granbury <laughs> what the fuck is he's Granbury? a hamper but yeah I was on uh, four states four states Ireland four states is weird because when you look at the show, it looks so lively and it looks like there's a lot of people and it looks like there's noise and music, but it's so dead. Is it's it? so dead and hollow and empty and staged and like everyone's actors. I went for a piss at one point and like all the staff, like, you know, the barman and everything and like even the room, it's just like a boxed off corner of, it's not even a restaurant. Like the restaurant is on the other part of the hotel. Like that's like a boxed off area of, of the restaurant. So you have to kind of walk through these makeshift partitioned walls and like they were all just kind of sitting there on their phones you know not working because it's not actually a fucking restaurant mm. I think it's amazing Were you on the show like were you talking on No I was in a cutaway I was in like half a second and I got more messages asking if I was on that Everyone was at home like Hey, hey. Yeah. I was like oh, he's on free I was like you know I had an actual TV show on the telly like and you didn't message me for that and then we were upstairs with the people. They have them separate. All the boys are upstairs and all the girls are downstairs so they don't cross paths. And we were in with the boys and we were like, oh, he's excited. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Like, and we we're kind of chatting to them. And the people that we were with, they weren't on it this week. So I'm looking forward to next week's one to see if they're on that just to see how they get on. They'll see it again on it. Is he not there last week? Would you go on? If you were single, do you think you'd go on that? Absolutely not. No? Absolutely not. Why? Why absolutely? Why are you so definitive? I just wouldn't have the balls to go on TV and just go on a day. I just think it'd be like cringy on my behalf. Other people do it well. Confidence like would be an issue. My cousin went on it and he done really well. Martin Charming, was, was funny. Yeah, Martin Eastwood was on it, yeah, yeah. But this fella got, your woman said no to him and he was like fully expecting her to say yeah because he was asked for it. She was like, yeah, I'd like to go on another day. Well, and then she was like, no. And he was like, oh, okay. Probably thought he was having a great time with her. Any other emails? Come in. Yeah, loads. Loads, it's, it's loads, loads are just like two, three, four. I don't have an exact count, but there's a few. Cool. Yep. So let's hear it. Paul from Dunmore East. Remember Paul? Mm. I remember Dunmore East. Dunmore East and the Amish folk down there. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul was onto us again. He starts off with a lot of... So, 
after listening to the JFK episodes, he went off and watched the Oliver Stone film and he's come back with five questions for us about JFK to ask five. our opinion. I'm going to politely, respectfully decline that. Okay. Nobody wants to hear us talk about these, about JFK again. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. think. I think JFK is a closed book for us now. We'll move on to the other stuff in Paul's email. Joe, he listened to an episode of Joe Broly's podcast, Free State. Uh, Roddy Collins was on. Roddy was talking about Sunshine House. Oh, yeah. Where you used to go. Yeah. For anyone not familiar with that story, Joe used to go there mm-hmm. as, as a teenager. No, younger again. Yeah. Child, small child in Balbriggan. In Balbriggan, yeah. So Roddy Collins said that his mates in Cabra had a running joke when they were teenagers that you could spot a Sunshine House boy because he had a shaved head. Uh, apparently, uh, this is what Paul says, apparently when you got there, they would run a nick comb through your hair and shave your head. Sounds more like a prison than a holiday centre. That does sound like a prison. I don't recall that. Maybe they did in earlier, like he's a lot older than I am, so maybe during like the 70s when he went. Yeah. Like, I went in the 90s, so yeah. times probably changed since Roddy then. Roddy Collins was a kid. Yeah, they would have been run by the actual Christian brothers back then. So uh, okay. When I was there, it was run by St. Vincent de Paul, the charity. Yeah, it's a fair point. It is a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Glad he's heard that one out. That's interesting. I'd like to like to listen to it. I didn't know Roddy Collins. Uh, where is he from? Where's, he's from Cabra. Yep. Okay. Darren Paul says to you, he wants to know if you have any New Year's resolutions. No. <laughs> Not really. He specifically asked if you have one to get back to the gym. No? Why did he ask me that? I don't know. Because you've done it before. You did it last year, didn't you? Because you're always back in the gym, bro. Yeah. I don't have a New Year's resolution. I don't believe in them. Okay. If you put a stamp on something as a New Year's resolution, I don't think you're going to go through with it. My New Year's resolution is not to have one. Not to have a New Year's resolution. By your logic, that will mean you will have one. Yeah. <laughs> Before we went on our break, you said that your New Year's resolution would be to learn a bit of Oscalga. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't want to stamp it as a New Year's resolution because I probably won't do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I want to learn Irish. I want to become fluent enough that I can hold a conversation in Irish and then maybe do a comedy sketch in Irish. Maybe even do five minute stand-up comedy like what Des Bishop done. Oscalga. I'd like to do that. That'd be good, wouldn't it? We did mention it. I'd like to learn some Oscalga. Just saying Paul Meskell that time and I'm like, yeah, fucking get that role. You it's get good. the gig, you get the gigs. It's good. That'd People like good him more when you can speak a bit of Irish. Charming. Dearden. He can speak a bit of Irish. Get him in. What about driving a car? No. Might be something that I have inside, internally. Something inside, so strong. I have a lot of things going on in my head. Good things like that I want to do. Yeah. And I'm not putting them out there to everybody. Because if I don't do them, I don't want to be held accountable for the embarrassment. It's no embarrassment. I'm back in the gym. Are you back in the gym? <laughs> no. no, no. I'd love to hear other people's New Year's resolutions. Is this a massive bonus episode? No. Okay. I mean, you can see it that way if you want. Is there any more there? Callan. I think that's how you pronounce it. Says, um, Callan's kicks. He wants to know, did, he just says, I want to ask Joe, did he wear the runners? Maybe he doesn't remember. Oh, I remember. But don't think they'd go with his white pants. I was talking to himself in the smoking area after the live show. We brought them backstage and then I, I was already dressed. It was at half time. I think it was at like half time when you when we brought them up. Uh, so I was already dressed. I was already out on stage in me. New Balance. I'm actually wearing my New Balance now and I stretched them out and they're actually not too bad. But I appreciate 100% that your man actually brought up the the runners. Um, to give a bit of context there, I bought a pair of runners before the live show that were too small for me. I put it out on my social media and somebody came to the show with 
a proper pair of runners. Cross hatch. Proper size. Too. A little pair of Asics now, you know what I mean? Nothing no, fancy. they weren't. Asics are fancy. Asics are fancy, Eddie. No, they are. Yeah. Maybe they were fancy runners. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but he brought them anyway. Fair play to him. But at the end of the show, someone had taken them. So I don't have them and I don't know where they went. And I feel really bad. Your man was holding them. He wasn't. When I was talking to him. And I said, ah, that's Joe for you. He wasn't holding them, was he? He fucking was. But then he fucking took them back. Was he holding I them? I think he was. I'm not sure. Maybe follow that up with an email there, Callum. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was holding them. But I can't remember to say that he was or not. But that was really, really nice. You didn't need to do that. And I appreciate that so much. Nice one, man. Thanks for you. Thanks for being you. Next time, make them Adidas, though. <laughs> Only messing. Even Adidas are a bit. Are they meh? Meh. The three stripe runners? Meh. That's as good as Deodora. I wholeheartedly disagree. Uh, on the subject of Joe and his relationships with uh, his many legions of fans, Chico writes, I remember hearing Joe in one episode saying he always replies to fans that DM him. I've sent him two DMs before on Instagram and he's never replied. Second message I sent was when he was on about the fake watches and asking where to get them. I sent him my mate's page that sells good quality ones and Joe never replied. Then I noticed Joe's actually following my mate's page. Now, so he went <laughs> loves, into loves my... the fucking watches him. So Joe went into my chat, followed him and not even a thanks. Some man, Joe, it's too late now for a sorry. By the way, just stop with the shite talk, please and thanks, Chico. If I found a message in my requests and it was a man talking about watches and his name was Chico I would find it too hard to resist the temptation to make a joke about Chico time it's Chico time and I would definitely respond to that message me again and say what's up Chico but there's no similar requests from anyone called Chico and maybe I already followed your friend maybe Chico's just a email name yeah no nothing there I'm sorry Chico but thank you for messaging me with some some advice. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, man. Thank you, sir. Sir Chico. Um, it's Chico time. Do you remember him? Do you remember Ch- the X Factor? I miss the X Factor. Bring it back. Bring back shit. And the mass singer. Take it off. Take it off. <laughs> David was saying that, uh, remember last week we talked about how there was something living in my attic. <laughs> yeah. It still is. As we record ground, this. Ground by the day. Someone is coming out to risk their life and take care of it tomorrow so we'll see how that goes we already talked about this they don't risk their life they just come in and pick the fucking thing up and just go in the bin we don't know we don't know what it is imagine the person going to investigate went up into the attic and didn't come back down (laughs) and you had to go up and he was dead there was just a big demon over him let me pull this back (laughs) are you pulling a John McGuckin are you getting a real man out to do your work I went into the attic you, with po- this. you poked your head in no I walked all the way in I went as far as possible to go into that attic I was on my hands and knees crawling into the corner where I heard it I've done enough some cobwebs okay. isn't it <laughs> well not in my attic no cobwebs and that's why I want to keep it pristine it's good up there and whatever this is I think it's been shitting up there so I want to take care of that now before it becomes a public toilet it's been shitting up there every fucking starling and sparrow was that a pill did you say a poo? Pretty sure it was bird poo, yeah. Oh, oh that's a poo. I couldn't get close to it, but I was pretty sure it was bird poo. Yeah, ghosts don't shit. Um, oh, you never know. Didn't sound like a bird. It's probably a bird. The cobwebs in my ma's attic are so big that have to be a tarantula up there. Cobwebs are just dust. No, but these are like spiderweb cobwebs. Hang on. Go back. What? <laughs> cobwebs are just dust. Yeah, cobwebs are just dust. Cobwebs are like spiders' cobwebs. That's spiderwebs. Cobwebs are just dust. No, cobwebs are spiderwebs. 
No. Cobwebs are just dust in the corner. That we might be we might be getting somewhere here now. Cobweb, which I would have called I would have called cobwebs and the lighting fixtures and If I seen a spider's web I'd say, Look at that cobweb. Oh no. Would you? What's you or am I going mad? A cobweb is just dust and dirt in the corner that builds up into strings of strings of like dust and dirt. No, that doesn't happen. That's a cobweb is not made from spiders. <laughs> spider webs, not not made of spiders, but it's a spider web. A spider web is made from spiders, a but cobweb. a cobweb is not. No, a spider web is made of the silk that a spider. Yeah, a spider made. web. It's not made of spiders, but a cobweb is not. Yeah, it is. A cobweb is. I'm just going, dirt in I'm the going off the rocker here. You know when you, you no, have, don't worry, we're definitely right about this. Don't worry. Okay. You're not a cobweb is just like you know in the corner of your like put that in a grab oh fucking pull cobweb out. Of no, the, no, no. See what you're thinking of is like <coughs> yeah, a spider web could collect loads of dirt and dust. But it's still at its core. It's still a spider web. That's not what I'm talking about, Don. Well, how does the cob- How does all the dust hold together? Because it gathers in corners and then it just clumps together, and that's just great strings of dirt. Yeah. Huh? What are those that's strings made of? No, it's just dust. And how is all this gathers? dust resisting gravity to hold together in a it's string? It's just dust on a web. How dust. do you get dust in your belly button? How do you get fuck? I'm gonna pull something out of my belly button now. Don't Watch. smell or whatever you do. Yeah, look, <laughs> look at that. I'm about pulling that out of my belly button. That's not a fucking cobweb. That's what the belly fuck is that? Put that away. That's horrendous. Put it back in my belly button. <laughs> do you not put it back in your belly button? <laughs> I collect them, man. I may. I'm gonna make a jumper out of them one day. <laughs> I'd say you fucking could if you had it done it from your childhood. You could. A little Gansey. Yeah. There's a bit of Irish for you. A Gansey. A Gansey. A Gansey or them. A Gansey or them. It's a word to Google. A cobweb. You say, what's a cobweb? Or what's yeah. the strings? What's the strings? Of- cobweb. Here you go. Definition. A spider's web, especially when old and dusty. It's a spider web. Well, then it has to be. Like, what's the, Google, like, what's the strings of dust in the corner of me sitting around? It's just dust, dust on hang- a web. Dust hanging onto a spider's web. That's all that is. It's nah. <laughs> I think it is. Is it? I think so, yeah. No, it is, yeah. Well, it fucking is. It like, fucking is. Just little dusty wires, dusty lions. It's just not spider silk, though. Spider silk is apparently the strongest material known to man. If you could, like, harness spider web, spider is silk. It? Yeah, I heard something like that. Maybe relative to its size. Nature is mad. Isn't it just? Really is. Like, isn't having a baby mad? Mm-hmm. And then that makes a human like that little tiny thing and that other tiny little thing makes a thing makes a, a little thing and then that thing Isn't grows it? very fast into me big man yeah thing like Oliver is five now and he's like he's gonna he's be a big big boy now he's not like a cute little baby I remember he used to be a cute little baby he's not he's like a bloke like there's a bloke and he gets <laughs> some bloke oh, what's up <laughs> yeah. get me a glass of milk shut your mouth get yourself a glass of milk <laughs> And a cookie now, or I'll snap. <laughs> and they cheek out of him as well. I just brought you to Disneyland, you little shit. And you talk to me like that. Spider silk is not the strongest material in the world, but it is. It's pretty strong. A thread of spider silk can resist more pull before breaking than a thread of most kinds of steel. That's why they're so hard to get off your face when you walk into them. Yeah. Like. Or you know when they're on the car window or something, they're on the car mirror that attaches to the door and you just got like that to wipe them away and then they're stuck in your hands and you're like, ah, it's like smacking yeah. a load of candy floss. They taste nice. Gorgeous. But if you could like, if you could get spiders webs and like tread them together, you could make like a really, really, really tight rope. Is it possible to do that? Going around collecting webs. Where does all the webs come from? That arse. In the spider. That arse. So much of it though. They only have little arses. Like if you think of a daddy long leg, that hardly has a body at all. Where's oh all that bleeding spider web coming from? 
I don't know, that's a fucking mad one. Loads of it. Loads? Like, too much. Should be only a little grain of rice size coming out of them. Tiny it's like bit. fucking the length of cabra. <laughs> so you've no spiders in your attic, but you have... A fucking... I think there's some spiders there. Oh, you should see my shed. Oh, big, big ones. Oh, fuck. It's like, there's um, false widows. Ah, and then yeah, the, the house spiders. The house spiders, like the big ones. All together. They're having a war. Like, you, every time you go in, they've taken over a patch. They go back and forth. It's great. Murder going oh, on I in there. I don't like big spiders like that. Oh, well, you open the door that. False widows, are, false widows are tiny, aren't they? Oh, you get big ones. And they look nasty. They kill you. They are nasty. Would they kill you? Only if you're allergic to it, I think. But they give you a nasty bite now. You might have to go to hospital. And they're not around that long in Ireland, aren't they now? I once found like a little sack of them in the oh. hinge of the door. So where the door oh, closes. I don't like the sound of that, man. Gave it an belt. Loads of little ones. Oh, I'd have lit it on fire. Yeah. I'd have put it on fire. I don't like the sound of that. Hundreds. All together. No, all that like. Yeah, hundreds of them in there. If you have a bee's nest in your attic... You're not allowed to like, destroy it to get rid of it. It's illegal. Really? Yeah. Or maybe it's on the outside of your house. But like, if you have a bee's nest like attached to the side of your house, you can't get rid of it because they're like, I don't know, it's like protected. A <clears throat> bee's nest in your attic. Imagine. Hmm. We can't true? even handle one fucking wasp or bee me gaff, let alone fucking... Mm. Yeah, there are places that will come and collect the bees. They'll take the bees away. Mm. Don't kill them. Call someone and they'll come and safely remove them. Who are you going to call? Beekeepers. Even bees like making a nest like that is insane. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. Like, what's it made of? What is that outer layer? What is that? Honeycomb. Sugar from pollen. Pollen. Spit. Spit. Vomit. Their spit, yeah. Vomit. Yeah. But if you were to touch that, it looks like it feels kind of like a parcel, you know, like that, like, I don't Bubble know, like that. paper or something, like, like a brown parcel. They do it for one bee. All it is like hundreds, thousands of bees. And they're only doing it for one bee. Just one bee. Well, it's for all the other bees to survive off. Love you to bits. (laughs) Here's a gaff. (laughs) Here's a gaff. I'm going out to get a bit of pollen for you. Wait here, will you? They're out to get you though. It's the wasps that you want to get. The wasps, yeah, yeah, they're the worst. I was in Tremor. Ah, there was bleeding loads in Tremor. And Mosny, you know, I talked about Mosny before. Mm -hmm. The wasps fucking loved Mosny because everyone was drinking slush puppies and candy floss and suders and all. They never ate them. They fucked them in the bin and the wasps loved it. Loved it. They'd be swarming around the bins and they'd be after you. If you went outside with a candy floss, like they'd box the head off you for that candy floss. Yeah. No chance. Ice creams, just crap. The food that we used to eat in the 90s, crap. Them lollipop suders, they're fucking dangerous jokes. Gorgeous though. Oh, never you, fin- oh, you'd never finish it. No, you wouldn't. Too sticky. Your hands would get all sticky then. And then the bees would be after your hands and biting your hands and all that. Horrible. And then they had sugar lumps. They had bowls of sugar out on the tables out, outside the bleeding pubs and all. The wasps used to love that as well. The bees don't really bother you though. Like, not the way wasps, like, if you fuck it, if the one comes over and you try to get rid of it, it keeps coming back and back and back. Does it want to sting you? Wasp? Yeah. Yeah. It wants to sting you, like. A bee can only sting you once. If a bee stings you, the sting stays yeah. in it, and when they fly away, their guts come out. But when a wasp is around you, is it their intentions to sting you? Only if they feel threatened. Like, if you're flapping your hands and all, they're going to want to sting you, yeah? Yeah. Like, if you stay dead still, I feel like they're going to sting you. No, you'd be grand. They'd probably stand on you. But they wouldn't sting you? They might sting you for the crack. They're little pricks, literally. I was stung in the eyelid by a bee when I was a baby. That's why I'm like that. Yeah, explains a lot. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to hear you're getting the problem resolved. I'm glad to hear a real man is coming out. Yep. Oh, he's up you hide? Are you going to hide? Are you going to be in the house while he does his manly work? Pissing in bottles of water. Empty bottles of water. Uh, 
I know, I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably hide behind the couch or something. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine actually did that. I'd be hiding in the shed with the spider. <laughs> Peeking around the door while he's opening the door to the attic. Is he still here? <laughs> Let's go away. Did he get it? Just let the board be. Just get him out. Don't, uh, don't get rid of the board. Get rid of the man. <laughs> all your attic talk had me fucking... I went up to my own, man's attic. That's what I was saying. There's loads of cobwebs. Mm-hmm. That webs. Mm-hmm. And I found... I went up with the intentions of finding like some old shit because obviously watching Pawn Stars. But uh, I found an old box of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And... Uh, Sounds like they started the Goonies. <laughs> I found an old box of Yu-Gi-Oh cards because I seen that they were gone for like loads of money. And I've like in the collection I've got like Blue Boys, White Dragon, uh, Dark Magician, like all them kind of like classic ones. They big ones. Big ones, like, but the the there's a lot of wear and tear on them, like, do you know that way? And uh, I wouldn't have had you down as someone who kept your toys in mint condition. <laughs> no, neither <laughs> was I. Now I'm not having to yeah. go there. Just you never would have though with them cards. Like no. you would have just thought, ah, they're yeah, nothing. it's just fucking. So they're not worth anything. Don't think so. I overheard you two talking before we came in here. Um, Eavesdropping, were you? Yeah, I was, well, the two of you were hanging around my desk while I was trying to finish other work, as you tend to do. But you were talking about, you were telling him about more pawn stories or pawn TV shows. Hardcore pawn. Hardcore pawn. I only watched like 10 minutes. So I'm like, this is shy. I was just listening to something and I just paused it for a second. I just heard you saying, yeah, hardcore pawn. I couldn't really get into it though because I was like, he's actually gone down a rabbit hole of pawn related TV content now since we spoke to him last <laughs> yeah. he knows it's uh, true uh, he knows it's true yeah. what else did you find up in your attic Premier League stickers Oh, a shiny David Beckham shiny Ronaldo a Roy Kane Solskjaer Thierry Henry oh, come here that's going to be worth something I googled them they're like gone for like fucking five quid and shit five quid but the Ronaldo one is like I see one of them on eBay for like 600 euro really but like that's just someone making up their own price. Like, no one's going to pay that. And coins as well. You found some coins. They're my granddad's coins. I brought them to me gaff like and opened it up and, and there's this like, I am really fucking, I'm a weirdo, man. Like, Why? I download this app, like a coin app <laughs> that like checks old coins and you scan them front and back while well, scan. You just take a photo front and back like and turn your light on and it tells you the condition and stuff and what they're worth. But like, the most one was worth was like seven euro. And it was like 5p or something like that. And it's kind of like, that's mad, like 7 quid. Like There's a 20p coin from 1986 and it's worth 15 grand because it's... I think it's gold. 80. I think it's 85. 85, is I it? I think it might be 85. The horsey money. Some of them went into circulation. They weren't supposed to. And whoever has them, they're worth 15 grand. But like, who's going to pay 15 grand? Most things you find from years ago is just nostalgia. That's all it is. Yeah. And you think, oh, this was going to be worth something like... Has that, to be. That That's attic a, must be like fucking Aladdin's cave at this rate. Did you get dust in the talkie? The big question. Yeah, he, he's in a bag up there, yeah, but I didn't take him down or anything. Why not? I've no need to take it down. Like, I'll give you 50 quid for that. No. He's missing his runners. His shoes, little black boots. Oh, I'm a builder. Where, where, where? I'll be around on Tuesday, but I won't say which Tuesday. Where, where, where? <laughs> <laughs> fucking den. I found a load of fucking VHS tapes as well. Classics. Like Dumbo and shit. Like in Toy Story. It's literally... Just like a in the attic of the nineties. <laughs> it's mad. There was even this case with a couple of fucking stickers and pogs and blah blah blah. But in the bottom of it there was like these Premier League chungums that you get like a fucking tattoo oh, yeah. or something. And they were still there. But like the inside of the case was like gooey because it was must have been like seeping out like because Jesus Christ, like fucking 
20 odd years ago chewing gums what the fuck why would you put chewing gums up? I don't know but yeah. the, I didn't like it was just like they were kept for some reason yeah. they were just there like it's not like I stored everything and said I'm going to put them in the attic they're just like stuff that stuck around but you know just talking about pawn and I don't know if I ever told you this but Meofila inverted commas here lost his wedding ring <laughs> one year I think there's a story about him either throwing it into the Liffey or he lost it and it fell into the Liffey or something like that. But he came home and my mum was very suspicious. She was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck you. I lost my wedding ring. She thought he was cheating or whatever. So then she went and she took her wedding ring and she pawned it. <laughs> <laughs> she pawned it. Got a few quid for it, went down to the pub and drank it. And now she doesn't have a wedding ring. Never got it back. Like, what a way for the... Jesus. Me nanny as well used to pawn... Like clocks, she had some really nice clocks and ornaments. You know, remember that uh, the, the grannies used to always have them white ornaments of like men Mary. in the seventeen hundreds, oh. like and women with big puffy out dresses. Oh yeah, do you remember them? Yeah, and dogs. Yeah. There was always a statue of a dog in an L one's gaff with floral couches and. My nanny has a painting of Padraig Peel in a frame. It's huge. But I asked her the other day when I was getting all that shit. And she said it's over like 150 years old. Fucking hell. It's not an original, obviously, but even if it's a print of an original from 150 years ago, give me that bread. <laughs> Selling that. The frame alone is probably an antique. Yeah. Do you ever watch Antiques Roadshow? No. It'll be on my list now, though. Yeah, stick that on your list. I like Dickinson's Real Deal. Say you do. And that comes to a profit of £50. I'll tell you winner. what, I wouldn't go over £50 if I was you. That was great. Dickinson's Real Deal. But the L ones gaff. Not my L ones, but like granny's gaffs, like me nanny. Always smelled like smoke and whiskey combined. And brass. Bit of damp, a bit of brass, yeah. There was always brass. <laughs> and them glass cabinets were just random. Fucking photos of you and shit. Yeah. Loads of you. And they had locks on them. Like, why? Who if wants to gonna come into the gaff, they're not gonna rob a fucking photo of you in your fucking school uniform. What are you protecting? Like, it's what the are you frame. They're protecting the frames. That's it, yeah. That's me good ashtray in there. I only bring that out on Christmas. Love to just find something that's worth money and just say, I win. I win. I have a feeling there's something in my life right now that's there and it's worth a lot of money. I have a feeling. Your Instagram account. <laughs> no, but like... An, something tangible. A collectible, like an antique. It's there and I'm going to find it and I'm going to fucking sell it for 10 million and then buy... 10 million worth of Bitcoin. Is that why you collect toys? No, because you collect toys and you take it out of the bleeding box. Yeah. No, no, no. I do that, yeah. But I have the boxes of the toys in Immaculate Conception. In Immaculate Conception? Yeah, in Immaculate (laughs) Conception. In Immaculate Condition. So I just put them back in. It doesn't, doesn't, once you open it, they know, the boys know that it's been opened, tampered with. Another email on the topic of attics. Tracy tells us, Topic of attics. Yeah, last week's episode reminded her of the time when her mom was at work. She worked as a cleaner at a school, and during one summer a few years ago, she always felt a bit creeped out in the PE hall. She would be in the school by herself at the time. One day, as she was walking through the hall, she noticed the projector room light was on, and she'd never seen it on before. This room was built into the roof. It's a very old building, Tracy says. The next day, her mom was in, the principal was there. And she mentioned it to him. He climbed onto the roof and went into the projector room. He found a mattress, a bedside table and a lamp. Someone had been living in the school's projector room for God knows how long. 
Thankfully, they were harmless because God only knows what could have happened to my mum with no one around, Tracy says. They got everything removed from the room and put a lock back on the door. And since then, no one's been back. There you go. That's terrifying, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Mattress in the room and all. Usually PE halls have the crash mats. <laughs> you wouldn't need the mattress. Someone dragged the mattress into the PE hall. That's creepy though. And PE halls are kind of creepy. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> P- they're so big. PE halls are a bit weird. They're so big and they're usually full of life. And something that's usually full of life that doesn't have any life in it. It's kind of scary. Like an empty football stadium is scary. Mm. Oh, I'd say scary. Oh, I would. When I was in school, my PE hall, there was a cage in it with like all the footballs and there was something creepy about that cage. Like There was a cage in the PE hall? In the PE hall, there was a blue cage and behind it was all like the sports stuff like. Oh, I thought it was for the And it was just like dull and like, no, like them gymnastic fucking. The horses. Yeah. Yeah. All that. And it's just a bit creepy. But you are saying football stadiums are creepy. I think Anton that has a bit of life in it. Like theatres. Empty theatres. Fucking creepy as shit. An empty theatre now, yeah, maybe. But there's a long history of ghost stories about theatres. A lot of theatres are very old. Like the Olympia and the Gaiety. They'd be real old, creaky yeah. buildings with lots of... There's tunnels under the stage and passageways backstage and all this stuff. And there are, I think, is it the, the Gaiety? Yeah, it has like loads of ghost stories from it. Does it? Yeah. I did a report from there once. Was it scary? It wasn't scary, but very interesting. They brought us around telling us all the stories of, oh, so-and-so was apparently seen here the night of a show and all this crack. Yeah. Theatres, I'd agree with you. Football, football stadium? stadiums? No. no. I've been in several football stadiums when they are empty. And, and you didn't time. creep the shit out? No. Would you sleep in Tolka Park? No, it'd be really cold and wet. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> what about Crow Park? Would you sleep in Crow Park? Yeah, 100%. And you wouldn't be scared? No. Be fucking terrified. Where am I sleeping? Like Crow Park has to be haunted after Bloody Sunday and everything. Am I sleeping in the stand or in one of the, the boxes or on the field in a tent? Hundred <laughs> percent. You'd be yeah. afraid then. I would love to do that. No way. Be, no way. We used to have fucking sleepovers out in my mate's back garden in a tent and be shit myself. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd feel what the odds of someone breaking into my back garden are a lot higher than the odds of someone breaking into Croker. Oh, I tell you, fucking months if they knew you were in there, they'd be a big break in. <laughs> It's not about the breaking in, it's the ghosts and the ghouls and the goblins. That it's the be fear of the unknown. If, if uh, the GAA will have us, I will happily do a camp out in the pitch. Or I'll do it in the Aviva. I'll do it do for it. charity. I'll do it in Tolka. Do it in Daily Mount. No. Super it, shopping centres. Look, I was in a shopping centre, I was in the Jervis shopping centre after I was locked myself in. Well, the Jervis shopping centre's haunted to that's, four. Yeah, well, that used to be a hospital. <laughs> that's where the victims of the 1916 rising. Someone that had a to. shop in there. That I know. He said like, he'd be last out even sometimes and he said, spooky. I'm telling you, and that's big and has usually has life in it. As soon as the escalator stopped running, like an airport, an empty airport would scare the fuck out of me. A train station. When you're the last, you know train, the when wo- you're on the last train, you're on yeah. that fucking train station. That is I think the pointing. scariest place that's empty would be like a fun fair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The epitome of life. Yeah, like so much life. Land. A hospital. Oh, that's just kind of like on the edge of life. <laughs> yeah, there's a mix, like an empty hospital with a mix of the smell of a hospital. Ooh. It's creepy. Yeah. Would but, you stay in this building overnight on your own? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Nothing about this. Like on your own, just you 100% on your own. That would be scary. Yeah. Like I don't think it would be as Because you'd be listening. For, I think anywhere on your own is scary, even in your own home. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You find a small room. Like if you're in your house... 
you want to be in a small room, you want to be kind of wrapped up in a blanket or something. You don't want to be out in the open, vulnerable. Mm, mm. You find a corner of the room and you're hiding it. Subconsciously, you sit at the edge of a couch. Like, you, you do these things. When you, when you go to bed, this is an interesting statistic. When a man and a woman goes to bed, a man usually sleeps on the side where the door is closest to. And do you? a woman sleeps on the... Oh, you said at the beginning, then we stopped because Moira got up for the night feed, so she'd be closer to the door and then we just haven't changed since then. I sleep close to the door. Yeah, most men would. That, that's a, Amy's choice, that was. Because she wants she you doesn't, to go first. Even in hotels or anything like that, she's like, I don't want to be near the door. If anyone comes in, you're getting a force. Yeah. I want time to run. I know, I'm not going to fucking save you. I couldn't even <laughs> save myself. If I wake up and someone's there, I'll be tired. You'd be like, get ho, she's easier. <laughs> get ho. <laughs> Which side of the bed do you sleep on? Door? Door is or No, what? far side. But that's because when we moved in, we had a very small baby and the only side you could fit the cot was that side. So yeah, my wife yeah, had yeah. to sleep on that side. Was it a very small baby? Also, my wife's a black belt, so... Is she? Yeah, she'll handle it. Is she a black belt? Yeah. Get the fuck out of town. Yeah. In what? Tempo. Uh, Jiu-jitsu? I don't know the exact discipline. It's a form of... Karate? Kind of, but a bit more, I think, a bit more action-packed than like the standard karate. Okay. I respect black belts. People that are black belts. That's yeah. a it's dedication. Yeah, it's a while she's, since she did the uh, degrading, so maybe she's lost her edge a bit, but... Yeah, I was in karate as well. You'd probably, you'd probably regret breaking into her house more than you regret breaking into my house. <laughs> you behind me. Why isn't she up in the attic trying to catch the bleeding owl? <laughs> Giving her a little uh, rear naked choke, the owl. <laughs> Mary, you little bastard, you got your oh, figure four leg lock. <laughs> Spinning heel kick on a starling. <laughs> yeah, I think you're on the money there with uh, fun first. Disneyland would be petrifying uh, after hours. Petrifying. Sorry, just while we're on that and... Uh, just a little segue there to another listener message we got again from the back part of Kimmage pointing out that Joe uh, he can't he just he couldn't believe your attitude towards Disneyland so he says at the live show I might wear a t-shirt with Joe's face on it at Disneyland and the caption the happiest cunt on earth uh, <laughs> possibly with a couple of snide Rolex instead of mouse ears <laughs> nice that like if he's sitting close enough to the the front row, he'll be getting a a clatter. Uh, and I'll, <laughs> I'll be jumping out, feet forced at this fella. This bleeding like a man with a man with the t-shirt he was wearing on the last one with <coughs> my face yeah. all over. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. I had a fight with Moira last night in the car. Uh, oh a car fight a car fight is the worst place to have a fight because very dangerous there's nowhere to hide I was in the car with Maura and we were having a a Barney we were having an argument a Barney the dinosaur you'll never guess what the fucking fight was about Um, don't know you know the way she's always trying to get me to do things that I don't want to do like Disneyland and Disneyland that trip to France to dress up like a fucking Egypt like all these different that was Disneyland wasn't it <laughs> no, the no, there was a different, a different. Oh, she... just in France. <laughs> the one to France, dressing up like in Egypt, was that not the matching T-shirts? Was that not Disneyland? No, there's oh, a different there's... thing in France that's planned for the coming weeks, which I'm sure will make fantastic content for the podcast. She booked uh... coming weeks. Sorry, so before the middle of February, you're before, before the end of January, you're going to have had two holidays already. We're on, we're, this is record beat <laughs> no this is in May it's in May oh it's, it's in May, May. Um, but it's called Fête de Carnaval or some shit like this I know. but you dress up you go to 
this big mansion in France. Did I not say this already? Yeah. Maybe I didn't say it at all. I'll give you a quick rundown of it just to kind of get you up to speed. Mm-hmm. You know Bridgerton? Yeah. Whatever area that is in, there's a place in France that's a big mansion, big estate that everybody goes to every year and pays loads of money for tickets to get in and you have to pay for a big fancy gown, big dress and the men dress in like the old-timey outfits and they do old-fashioned dancing and there's old-fashioned Baroque music. It's all the Baroque era and they have like canapes and you know, everyone talks to each other. Mm, 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 very pleasant to meet you. Oh, very nice, very nice. I'm like, this is terrible. Like in, in Maura's mind, she thinks that She's going to be having a Bridgerton experience, but it's going to be people going around with their phones. Like, there's loads of videos on it on TikTok, and you can see, like, it's great when there's music and everything playing, but that's just playing because people put it on TikTok and, like, you know, cool, swishy changes and all. Like, it's all these. But you're just going to be walking around a big, empty building dressed like a fucking Egypt. That's what's going to be happening. And I, I'm not mad about this. I don't, I'm not, I'm, I don't like it. I don't like it. Moria really wants to do it, so I'm doing it. Is that why you were fighting in the car? No. So we had to fight in the car because, so she knows where I stand about the the whole Baroque thing, the whole Bridgerton thing. She knows where I stand about that. (laughs) The whole Baroque thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like that happens. Like it happens all the time. She knows where I stand on all of that. But, you know, I'm swallowing me prides and I'm going to dress like a fool with a wig and everything for the day. And that's what I'm going to do. But we were in the car last night and she said, oh, because we were watching... Dancing with the Stars. And I says, I could do that. And uh, she was like, oh yeah, do you think so? I was like, yeah, like if I put it in train, I could do that. And then she was like, oh right, okay, okay. And then in the car last night, she said, I was looking up Lindy Hop classes that we could do together. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, we can do some Lindy Hop classes. I'm like, I don't want to do a fucking Lindy Hop (laughs) class. And she's like, I thought you wanted to do Lindy Hop classes. Like, I don't want to do Lindy Hop classes. I just think I could do it. And I do it because I was on TV or something. I'm not doing it because I want to do Lindy Hop. Like, fucking hell. And then she's like, why do you not want to do anything fun? I'm like, this is not my idea of fun. So are you doing Lindy Hop then? No, I'm not. I'm putting my foot down. I'm like, no, I'm absolutely not doing any Lindy Hop. For God's sake, it's absolutely ridiculous. And then she was in the height of it all night. And then, like, this morning, she was still in the horrors. And she watched this thing on YouTube about relationships getting over arguments. And she's like, apparently, instead of arguing... <laughs> it's only it's Linda. Lindy, <laughs> Lindy Hop together. <laughs> <laughs> she said, the only way, like, you know, if, to get through to each other, uh, this therapist said, or this uh, whatever YouTube guru said... If couples lie down, apparently if you're having an argument, the best way to get over an argument is by the two of you lying down on a solid floor. What if you're in a shopping centre? Lie down on the ground. Yeah. And then you'll feel like such a fool and you'll realise whatever you're arguing about is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so there we are on the bleeding kitchen floor and I'm trying to explain to her why I don't want to do the fucking Lindy Hop <laughs> on the kitchen floor. And she's like, you don't, you don't want to do anything that I want to do. And I'm like, I'm lying on the floor because this is how you think you get over arguments. I'm doing this for you. I want to so, go to Boozer. That's what <laughs> I want to do. It didn't work then, lying on the floor. No, it did. We got over it. We're grand now. We're happy now. But I'm not doing the Lindy Hop. What the fuck is a Lindy Hop? <laughs> I think it's like... Close like, together and hopping. No. Like the, yeah, yeah, kind it, of. It's 
It's like 1920s kind of dancing. Oh, you know, where you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I watched the first episode of Dancing with the Stars and that was a Linda Hop, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. Lindy yeah. or Linda Hop? Lindy Hop, I think is what it's called. Linda Hop. Yeah. I could pitch you on Dancing with the Stars. Do you think so? I think I'd smash it. I'd go on there and I'd smash it. But that doesn't mean I want to go do classes. I just think I could go on and, and smash it. <laughs> but... It's just ridiculous. And then like lying on the ground and, and she's like, you never want to do anything that I want to do. I'm like, I do. But then she's like, yeah, but I want you to do it and be happy about it. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't get to have both of them things. Like, I'm not going to do this and enjoy it. You can't make me enjoy it. Like, I'm not going to go to France. Go to this mansion. Dress your, up like a fool. Your disputes are so much bigger than theirs. It's sillier. Like, it's sillier. sillier. Like, it's mad. Like, Linda Hopping and fucking... <laughs> Like, Lindo. dressing up as old Victorian English people. And then I argue with her because I don't want to go to the fucking range. <laughs> it, it really is ridiculous. And you know what's, what's funny is, I just found out recently that her ma listens to the podcast. Really? And I'm like, now she knows all, everything that's going on now. <laughs> she knows everything. God. And now I'm wondering, is it possible to block someone on a podcast? <laughs> block an IP address? I don't think it's possible. No, I know. Again, I just want to point out, I'm sure every Everyone. regular listeners of the podcast don't need to be told this, but we're just getting one side of the story here. Moira is the woman who puts up with Joe. So I'd like to think that I put up with Moira. Uh, we put up with each other. All right. And then uh, I was saying to her that I'd, I'd like to get something done with me now to straighten it. <laughs> and she was like, uh, fucking hell. Oh, but that's what I was, I was having a conversation where I was like, I'd love to just get, like, you know, just straighten it out a little bit. And she says, uh, oh, uh, is yeah. there any real business to attend to in the McGuckin household? <laughs> <laughs> any bills need paying? Any windows need washing? This is me money maker. Dishwasher need emptying, no? <laughs> we go Lindy hopping, yeah, after I get my nose pierced. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that to her. I was saying that to her. And then, uh, and she's like, I think your nose is fine. And I'm like, oh, do you think so? And I'm like, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it is. A little bit of quiet then. And then she goes, would you ever think of getting your hair done? And I'm like, what? I didn't know there was anything wrong with me hair. What are you saying now when you have me real self-conscious about me hair? And now I'm looking at myself and I'm like, fuck, maybe it is going back a little bit. I don't know. I don't think he'll go bald though. Completely. I don't think he'll go bald. I'd say he will. I don't have the eyes for me. Eyes are too big. It looks sick. No, I don't think so. Do you know? Think I just grow, grow on, uh, grow on you and everyone else. Like, do you know That's the like? nicest thing you've ever said, on. <laughs> You're very welcome. Either that, or maybe you're trying to sabotage me. What do you think about people who just like shave their head bald by choice? I think it'll, it, I'm, I'm going to come to that point eventually. That's why I want to go blonde. Did you talk to more about going blonde, like as part of your? <laughs> <laughs> your carousel of bad conversation. So you want your nose straight. You want your nose straight. You want your hair blonde. Hair blonde, yeah, yeah. And you want to do the Lindy Hop. Lindy Hop. I'll tell you, I'm fucking shit win for dancing with you. <laughs> 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 oh. Will we say a bit of mass then? Sure, it's, what's, it's an hand to be said for another mass. Uh, how are you, mommy? Uh, how are you, daddy? Darren. Mm-hmm. If you were to give someone advice on how to resolve an argument, a couple, if you were to give a couple advice on how to resolve an argument, what would you give to them? When that happens to me, I always try and just say, like, can we just stop? Just leave it. Let's just forget about this, like, fuck it. It's fine. Do you know that way? That would just antagonise them more. And she doesn't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, I feel like if someone was to take that on board, that information, like... The female partner. She just took that on board and just tried it out. 
I think that's a great success. Just forget about this. Huh? <laughs> yeah, probably get a big hook. How are you negotiating the uh, the many pitfalls of planning a wedding? I imagine there have been some. You're stormtroopers. You want stormtroopers at your wedding? I don't know. It's a bit there. The whole lot of it's just a bit too expensive. But is there a dialogue between you and Amy? I've mentioned it, yeah. And what's she saying? No. <laughs> I said, well, you get to have a dress. It's a fair point. <laughs> Do you want a dress as a stormtrooper? No, I just want some stormtroopers. Oh, okay. There's a website where you can rent them. Are these people... No? Send now, but I fucking I'll get it. Are these stormtrooper statues or, or people, people dressed? dressed as authentic stormtroopers from Star Wars? Oh, the whole authentic. Day. <laughs> like Mo- movie, movie worn suits. Nah, it's just oh. like costumes, yeah. And they'll walk into the Imperial March. That's the... Dun, 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 dun. I'd say if you put out a call for... How many people? Six dollar listeners. Eight of them or something. To play the role of stormtroopers at your wedding. You'd definitely get people to do it for nothing. For a dinner. A dinner and a dance with Joe later on. Where are we getting hop the, with Joe. How are we, source, <laughs> how are we sourcing the costumes? We'll figure yeah. that out. The costumes would be cheaper than yeah. booking a lot of lads, a lot of strangers dressed up as stormtroopers. <laughs> you alright, mate? Yeah, yeah. How's things, man? Uh, thanks for doing that, uh, dressed up as a stormtrooper. If you've been up too much, I'm just out of prison. I need to get out there. <laughs> alright. Stab you will. What has the biggest conflict been in the process of getting ready for the wedding? Is it like the cake, the food, the venue? The biggest one for me was the guests and figuring mm. out the right yeah, number Yeah, I'd say it would be that. Like, she wants a wedding. We have a booked in for 150 people. And that's big. That's massive. Like, mm. it's too much. And I'm saying to her, like, I don't even know, like, that many people. Like, and obviously now 150 people to look at and know them. But, yeah, like, to invite, to, to invite them to your wedding. And I'm like... I've got like fucking no brothers and sisters. I've got two uncles and one auntie and about eight cousins. That's my fucking family. <laughs> That's like 20 people. Yeah. And then she has a small family. <laughs> and I'm like, so I was just going like... A lot of empty seats. Empty seats. <laughs> well, like, the stormtroopers. <laughs> there's other people as well, like mates and that. Like, But yeah, yeah, even yeah. my mate circle is tiny. Like I'm not one of them lads that like has loads of mates and goes out on the weekend and like fucking... Do you know that way? Yeah. Does Amy have like 150 people in mind or? There's about 70 on the list. But she just wants 150 people there. Yeah, and it's going to come to a point I reckon that it's just like, will we ask our next door neighbour? I'd be fucking delighted. I would have been bleeding over the moon if they if, they, if we couldn't get the numbers. You we think, both have very big families. Me you think you're fucking popular until the day you're wedding, what? Like oh, yeah. when I had my 30 at that time, it's almost like you have to talk to everybody obviously and you're talking to someone and you're making eye contact to someone else and you haven't talked to them yet and you're, you have to fucking fly over there and oh, sorry you have two sex to be back like that's going to be constant yeah on your wedding like oh you don't get a second on your wedding day yeah maybe not until after like the dinner and after the dances and everything then you can just kind of go oh, but then you're bollocksed yeah I was afraid I was going to get locked and make a show of myself but I was too busy to get drunk yeah flat out like getting ready going to the church we're not even the... going to a church Oh, you're not doing a... Are you doing a humanist thing, yeah? Humanist ceremony? Is that what they're called? I don't know. What are you doing? Married in the hotel with a celebrant. Yeah, that's a humanist. Could be a humanist or a spiritualist or... Catholic? No. No, not Catholic. Absolutely not. Am I a president? Yeah, sure. (laughs) I'm not. I'm a Jehovah Witness. Jehovah. (laughs) Jehovah Witness. Jehovah. It's a big thing, isn't it? Like, it's... I get married, like... I don't own a gaff. That's another thing. I'd have liked in a house before I got married, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's usually get married first and then... I think so. Yeah, but that's the traditional way, isn't it? Get married, get a gaff, have a baby. 
But it's all changed now, isn't it? Mm. It's all changed now compared to the old nah. days. It's all different now. Getting married in the bleeding PE halls and all yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> You're throwing the bollocks out of me what there, dude. The That's genuinely throwing the shit out of me. I didn't know what that was. Why did that frighten you? I don't know. We don't, I fucking thought something was coming at me, like falling off the ceiling. Picture that in your sitting room, but coming from the attic. It's just. You're true your voice, you know the way people control that voice. <laughs> now I know you're doing it, so it didn't get me that time, but fuck me, that frightened me. I could let off a roar now, and you'd think it was coming from outside this room. You had to scare and destroy them. I'm gonna have to go for a, a shine. Now. Do I? <laughs> no. What was that? Did it sound like it was outside the room? No. Try it. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. Um as much as we did. Did you enjoy it? I had a great time, yeah. 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 Do the rest of it. Do the okay, right. Come here. We're doing a live show in Vicar Street on April sixth, and I would love more than anything in the whole wide world if you came, if you were at it, if you came to Vicar Street on April sixth. There's tickets on sale now, very few. So get on to Ticketmaster.ie. Get yourself a couple of tickets. Bring a friend. Bring a few friends. Be sound. It's nearly yeah. payday. Smash that like button. Treat them. You shouldn't be just getting presents because it's Christmas. Get someone a bleeding. Oh, do you know what? <gasps> do you know what's coming up? Valentine's Day. What's more romantic than a, a box of a box of flowers, a bouquet of chocolates, and two tickets to the Style Podcast live in Vicar Street? Huh? And a few roses across the bed. Love is in for India. a bit of the hanky panky. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lindy Hop. Lindy Hop. Lindy Hop. Yeah. And a box of Lindor to go with it. The Lindy Hop. Lind with Lindy Hop. Lindor. Maybe I'll do a Lindy Hop on the live show. I'll do a Lindy Hop across the stage in Vicar Street. It'll give me a reason to learn it with more, and then she won't hate me. You listen to Marla? Are you fucking listening I to me? I think she would hate you even more because you learned it for the live show and not for her. And I don't know what you and not her. And yeah. then she'd be like, that bastard. I think that would be the final straw in your That'd be the marriage. End. To be a ring thrown up on stage and say, yeah, prick. And you'd bring it straight <laughs> to the pawn shop. Straight away. A few quid. Straight down to the pub. <laughs> Brilliant. Go on, I'll talk to you after anyway, right? See you later, all right? Take care of yourselves. Right? See you, Michael, right? Bye.